Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the instant match reaction. Liverpool 2, Fulham 0. Chris Page and I are outside of Anfield. Because um, that ended up being, I know, for those of you watching the video version, you'll be able to see Chris's spectacular... I've got a red throbbing, throbbing dong in his hand. Um, yeah, I, I actually feel loads better about that result than uh, I feel like I felt I would have done, if that makes sense, at half-time. I thought Liverpool were a bit poor in the first half. and yeah. It was... It was We were a bit crap, but we actually came away with a, a, a quite a dominant performance and, a, and a, a relatively easy win in the end. Yeah, it, it was strange because the goal, the, the, the goal first off, obviously changes things, but it wasn't how I thought the goal was going to come. Yeah, you know, it didn't feel like one of those days where Liverpool do a quick counter attack and yeah. score. Yeah. It felt like we were going to score the perfect goal or nothing else. Yes, and maybe we'd never score if we don't yeah. score the perfect goal. So, and 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 equally on on the flip side of that, for me, I thought we were really poor, like you say, first half. In the we just kept giving them opportunities. And not through being like poor positioning, through it kind of felt like we were being a little bit lax. Yeah, I, you know I, what I mean. Like I thought Virgil van Dijk was was pivotal to that. I think he yeah. was just. He just, I tweeted that time, he just looked like he was still in his pyjamas, sleeping his eyes, and you know, like a teddy clutched under one arm. He, um, well, that's kind of, he I kind of felt like getting here for 12 o'clock kickoff, to be honest <laughs> yeah, with you. Yeah, Maybe absolutely. he felt the same, but then the one where Gomez gets megged as well, and it, it was just all a bit like. To be honest with you, like we've taken them a bit for granted. Like mm. we were going to turn back up at Anfield and we were kind of going to steamroll them. And I'm glad there's a completely different performance happens, happens second half because I felt that we needed that. Yeah. It felt like we did need to wake up. We need, we actually realised that they were a threat. Yeah. And Klopp had a little bit of a go at them. Yeah, maybe. We, we got the wake up call without actually having them score. You know, Session Young nice. goes through and it does that much. That he, he should bury that. He should absolutely bury. He should at least test the keeper. He, he, he screws it wide, and I was right behind that. And you just you clench. Did it bounce or something like that? I, it, it, it just basically. I don't know whether it bounced before that, but he just he basically just tries to slide it in the bottom corner and slides it and slides so it wide. Like, well, exactly that. Um, but he, uh, he talented. But that was the um, that, that yeah we 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 got away we got very lucky I mean we could have been two 0 down in the first half and you wouldn't have been like shocked well, we would have been shocked by that because it's Fulham but you know in terms of them having the ch the chances they 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 it was unlucky that they didn't get a little bit more out of in that regard but the fact that we kind of ride the luck and come out the other side and again particularly with the um, The counter attack, you know, it, it, I don't know whether it's offside or not. I think the general consensus is that Mitrovic was offside. Yeah, he um, offside to me. And then, yeah, I was to three hit, miles up in the air, but he was definitely offside. To hit the quick counter attack, you, you're dead right. It was that was we had to call upon all of our faculties to get ourselves in front in that And it's, it's Alisson's quick thinking again, isn't it, from the goalkeeper? You know, he picks the ball up straight away while they're probably complaining to the referee, even while they're, you know, having a little pop there. Ball's on the floor and it's straight out to Chens. And before you know it, Salah's in behind and he's got the full, full set, full, their full half to run into. And then it was, then the, the one thing that ran through my mind was, 
has he had has he got too much time here? Yeah. And no, he didn't. Turns out when you're a world class forward, no is the answer. Give someone a chance like that. He he was he was he was bang up for today. Really, really. And that and that typified it for me. We talked a lot about how Liverpool in these games need to get a bit angry. And I thought Salah did that did that brilliantly at times. He was the one who was constantly looking to take people on, constantly looking to make things happen. And like he, he had a he had a couple of decent decent runs and I got that impression for that one. He was just like, No, I'm doing this. I'm having this one. This is exactly what I'm what I'm here for. And and that's what that's what world class forwards are on the pitch I've for. Got, I've got a bit of a different opinion on, on, on Salah today and listen there's there's no doubt that he was up for the game. But I must admit I have question marks over utilising him in, in that role in that type of a fixture to yeah. be honest with you. And I kinda said that a little bit on my player rating show but you know I haven't spoken to you about it and get your opinions obviously be interesting anyway. There's times where he's holding the ball up, yeah. and Firmino's just much better at that. And yeah. there was so many times where Salah just lose, lost the ball. I could maybe tell you five, six, seven, eight times where he's gone onto shoulder, like use his strength, yeah. and lost the ball. Whereas I think in that in that position, Firmino actually suits that role much better for me. And yeah. I, I, the, the problem is, is I understand why why you want him there. You want him for that in behind, like the goal comes from. Yeah. But that was the only opportunity all 90 minutes where he really had that, and, and he wasn't playing. He wasn't. He exactly. didn't do that from the forward, like from the forward position, deep, don't they? So, but then equally, I, I say all that, but there's two, three men thinking about Salah when he's down the middle yeah. every single time. So does that then create the space for your Mane's, for your Firmino's, for well, your Shaqiri's? An interesting point was made to be where Wilf Melissi focus been a, a bit around, and he, I think it might have been on the instant on the free for all, and he made the point. I'm not sure. It's I, it, I think the problem is we're kind of Shaqiri's better on the right hand side yeah. and so who have you got for the 10 really like we need to get security we need at the minute of the four lads that we want to get into the team you don't want to see Firmino out wide yeah we could put time we could put, we could put Shaqiri in the 10 of Firmino, but I, I wonder whether it's just he, he just fancies Shaqiri more out wide and Firmino's being asked to do a, a, do more of a job in that 10 position because I thought Firmino was crap again today I, um, I, I thought everything we did went through him you know every time we looked good I felt when it was him picking the ball up in the middle I thought he, he tracked back really well he, I, I can count three four times where he won the ball back in our half and you know he was looking for it that was the best I felt he played in that 10 position Really? Today, yeah. So it's interesting, isn't it? Because obviously I had the main stand view, the, yeah. the, the sort of telly view where you can see everything that's going on. You're in the cop, and even from just there, two completely different opinions on yeah. two different players. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, I think the Salah uh, and it's easier because he's right in front of you in the, in, the, in the second half, isn't it? But he was a constant threat. I, Bobby Firmino gets lost in that position for me, and I think he that right. He dropped deep, and I, I, I think he's literally being played there because he's, he, he's the most trusted to do that job. Um, because it's not too dissimilar to what he's been doing, I guess, because he does drop into those positions a lot when he is playing, when he is leading the line. But um, he's just... Uh, maybe it's changing expectations of what I want from Bobby Firmino. Maybe that's what I need to do, because I want Bobby Firmino, the creator, Bobby Firmino, the goal scorer. And at the minute, he's just he just feels so far removed from the... The cut and the, my, the cut and maybe maybe, it. maybe I'm thinking back now and wondering why we may have those different opinions. And you know, first half I've probably got a much better view of Firmino. And you know, maybe when we watch the game back, I might be wrong myself here. But it felt like he was the guy that was always getting it to move the ball on. Yeah. And everything that we did when we created opportunities, it came through for me. That one where 
you know, he flicks the ball over to Salah and we almost score the perfect team goal. He's involved in that move sort of two or three times. Yeah, I mean, you, to be fair, you're right. I, I, the, 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 the good stuff that we did in the first half is a, is a fucking spec, you know what I mean? Whereas second half, again, there's a recency bias to it. I couldn't tell you what Firmino really did in the in, in, in the second half. And I thought Shaqiri was excellent, though. I thought he, um, and again, particularly the second half, he's looking to make things happen. I'm so glad he gets his goal again. And it's a really, it's a really, really finish. good goal. Yeah, very, very good. I thought he was going to edit and to have the, the comment now is that's because it was that eye well yeah that's what he should do exactly <laughs> um, yeah um, but yeah most people would have been a dive and then the situation he could have just slotted that with his head but to take that now if he skies that we're all going what are you doing you idiot but he doesn't he scores so boss um, Andy Robertson was my man of the match I thought he was yeah, absolutely outstanding gets the assist for that one as well yeah, doesn't he yeah which he mark does. is that one am I right in saying that one came from a corner on the right hand side that sent it's a long ball over then Viagel ends up with the ball in the it's, corner yeah it's funny there's like it's like a minute and a Bit, a minute odd sequence where we start off and it's not really yeah we, we go it goes yeah it's it, it's mad and, and then, then the, it the it's, a, it's not the normal type of Andy Robertson cross that though is it it's more that, of a Hendo style it, cross exactly yeah. it is it's that deep sort of half space area quite deep maybe not half space actually probably more to the wing looping ball in and Shakiri finds himself in loads of space and there was you know, a couple of times where that ball was on throughout the day I remember first half there was a couple to Trent I was really impressed with Fabinho looking for Trent for that ball but yeah. Shakiri's he loves to bend that running and sort of get in behind, doesn't yeah. he? And, you know, he's got the skill to, to back it up as well. I thought it, you mentioned his name there. I thought it was another poor game for Trent. Um, Delivery-wise, I thought he was miles off. I, 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 wanna, I can't remember what show it was I said, I said it on, but he... <laughs> this is going to be one of them shows where really? we just disagree the really? whole way. He, um, <laughs> I, you can see in the way that he, he's reacting to stuff. I think he's aware of his poor form because you can right. see how angry he's getting with himself, and that for me is that all the, all the reason I need. I'd be pulling him out the team because I think he's he's trying too hard to make things happen. I thought his touch was poor, his decision making was poor, his crossing was poor. I don't, I don't, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't be ranking him lower than like a, a six or whatever, but he um, a five or six. I think I gave him a seven. Is yeah, what I, gave I him. mean, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't be able to go that high, but he, I. I um, it was so far contrasted by how good Robertson was on the uh, on the other side, and I think there was there's moments where you need sense to really to really you know to, to be at the peak of his powers, and at the minute he's not. And I, I don't I fully agree with the decision to start him in this game because I think you need to get back on the horse, and we're working ourselves into an unfortunate situation where hmm, I want Gomez starting centre half for us every week, and so that what are the alternatives to start right back? And that's it? it. But I I, I you know. I won't, I won't, we won't argue about this stuff like but for me one of the things that I, I thought Trent was better for was having Gomez alongside him yeah. rather than someone like a Lovren you know this is a budding sort of relationship on that yeah. right hand side there and for me just like you I want to see Joe Gomez starting at centre half and that that means you've got to play Trent on the right hand side and you've got to kind of play him into a little bit of form yeah. and stuff. but for me I think I think Trent feels more comfortable with Gomez alongside him. Yeah. Like he knows what he's going to do. Like he knows if he fucks up, yeah. I've, Joe's got me back there because they're clearly pals. They've come yeah. through this shit together as well. So I, I think it's a good thing that both of them started rather than maybe someone like a Lovren alongside him. The, the thing that I thought where maybe something you'll look at, you might have time to look into with regards to how we play this formation. It was noticeable to me how isolated our fullbacks end when they're in, uh, when we're in possession, and, and you know, we're not having that like the two eight or whatever in the team we give the ball and this is where I think Robertson actually ended up flourishing as a result of it I think he really rose to the occasion of committing getting down the wing making it making a threat of himself is the amount of that we, we, we pass the ball over to a fullback and they look to play the ball and there's no 
Genie or Milner or Cater or whatever there who's normally there in that formation. It just feels, and it's another game we felt, I felt like this when we played it. Um, uh, God, what was the game we played it? I, I forget a few weeks ago at, Cardiff, at home. Maybe? It wouldn't have been Cardiff, but it was it was earlier than that. And I just feel like the first half we looked very very bang average in that in that form. There's nothing there's nothing special about how how we played because. This is the whole notion of like building the plane while it's in the air. I feel like we've we've switched to this formation as a reaction to how the season's going, as opposed to something that looks that looks totally fluid and how how we're doing it. And I thought Genie was okay, and I thought Fabinho was okay, but I don't know that we didn't feel we ended up dominating the second half, but we never felt brilliant at any point at any point during that game. Now, don't get me wrong. We never needed to be. Um, this is, there's an important point that we've probably not discussed yet, and that is Liverpool aren't very good after Champions League games normally. Yeah. And this season we've been very good after Champions League yeah. games. You know, drawing with Manchester City, or I, albeit at Anfield, it's still probably a little bit of a disappointing result. That's after the Champions League. We've had a tough away fixture, no, a long a way point. away, and we've come and we've actually made it really easy seconds half. Yeah. So. I, I get what you're saying. You want Liverpool to go out there and you want them to steamroll us, but there is that pragmatism. Even, that's still no, there I don't as think well. even the, the steamroller thing, but I, I think taking 45 minutes to 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 get into a game against a team like Fulham, I, I want to see us be. There's I want to see us be better. Fulham, aren't they? Yeah. Because individually, I look at Mitrovic and think big, strong. Actually, Virgil had a, had a little bit of a, a physical battle with yeah. him, and that's not something you normally see. And then you look at the likes of Session, clearly talented, Shearer, clearly talented. Said he comes off the bench, but are they? They're not a good team. Yeah. They've got a few individuals, and what are they doing? Have they just come up? They're going to spend a little bit of money, and they're going to go back down again? Maybe it looks like the, it was, the yeah, players it looks like, yeah. look like they're better than that. But yeah, I, I was surprised with how good they were first off. I thought you know they 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 did give us troubles, but I think it was. Definitely, we brought it on ourselves. Exactly, it was again, as you say, we mentioned earlier, it was a bit of sloppiness, a bit of complacency, and a little bit of stupidity that played it that would have cost us in a better team. It would cost us against. I think the, the overriding thought, my overriding thoughts and feelings on this one is, you know, by the time this is out, we'll know a little bit more about how the Premier the League, yeah, yeah, how the Premier League Everton shaped probably up. Probably on the back and tickle me now. Yeah, it was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everton have probably yeah, rolled over and having their bellies tickled right now. But I think the contextually we've said this for ages now and Klopp was, was a pains to say it in his pre-match press conference like he, he burst out laughing when people talked about goal difference Boss. people you know people he burst out laughing when people were asking about the goal difference thing and you know and you can see that his mentality is clearly points, points. first get points on the board thanks mate um, get points on the board and that's the most important thing and I think again We've done this a few times this season, and I think our logic and our approach is absolutely spot on. Because as much as I'm saying I think Liverpool need to be better, and we should be better, I, don't, I think we made harder work of the worst against the worst team in the league by you know, but then, then we maybe should have done. But what we did there was once again chuck the bat on down. And as I say, people watching this or listening to this uh, after the well after the fact will know whether it mattered or not. But the point is, is that Liverpool have just gone. There you go. Go and deal with it. There's our three points. There's us at top of the league. Come and knock, come and knock us off. And I think I, it feels more and more. Like I'm not saying us being not great is a deliberate game plan by any stretch, but I feel that I feel that is the, the 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 game plan to a certain extent. And maybe that's adding a little bit of pressure onto the lads. We're clearly not playing free flowing football because it is far more important that we get the win. You're right, but. There was how many times have we stood here, stood here over the course of the last few years, and gone? We're putting too much pressure on the forward lads because they have to score four every game. Yeah. 
you know, and now it's yeah. all changed. Yeah. And we're like, we're putting too much pressure on the defence because we're not being brilliant up front. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. We are, yeah. we are, we have more points at this stage of the season than I can ever remember us having. Yeah. Our goal difference is okay. We're at the top of the table. We're two points behind, give or take. Uh, one of the best sides that's ever competed in the Premier League. Yeah. And we're making light words of it. We're walking away from Anfield disappointed that we only won 2-0. Yeah. I mean, no. times have fucking changed there, Paul. Isn't it? Well, dead right. We said this the other week, you know, drawing games and going top of the league. And Liverpool, we have been, we've become, yeah, uh, we've become a bit precious about these things, haven't we? And we definitely shouldn't be. And like I said, I feel, I walked out of Anfield feeling loads happy about that because the, the the way we approached the second half, we were so much better in the second half than we were in the first. And that was, a, that was a very good thing. And we should have put them to the sword more. The good thing is we never needed to because ultimately after we got through the first half wobbles a bit, they didn't lay a glove on us really, did they? And uh, yeah, I, I, and this is not me being cheerless from a goal difference perspective because again, we've said this, I'm not arsed. We'll let, let, let that sort itself out as the season progresses. But it would be nice for us to just, I think for our own peace of mind, I think just to see Liverpool, just just give us a little bit more of that. I think it will t- will take will take it a lot of the come, pressure off. It'll yeah. come. That's the thing. You know, Klopp mentioned it himself this week. We weren't playing great football at this time last season. Something will click at some point. They will be taken off the leash when we're not playing Champions League. When the Champions League group, group games end, yeah. that's when all the top teams all start to use their squads. When everybody else is playing two games a week, you're Fulhams of this world, that's a good and point. everybody's smaller squad starts to make a difference. Yeah. That's when the cream rises. We will do exactly the same. Now that you felt like you were four words away from that being that an absolutely like rousing end. Finish. And it looked like you were going to interrupt, so I just thought I'd stop. I was just like, I guess I, I I'll just fucking end the, end the fucking video. Yeah, then, absolutely you know I mean? spectacular. It's going to be much better than that, but there's chips on the floor that need a kicking. Oh, so sorry, everybody. <laughs> Amazing. And now I'm wet, and not in a good way. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. Drop a like if you listen to some podcast version. Make sure you give it a five-star rating. And uh, we'll see you for the final words on Monday with far more in-depth and detailed analysis than this. And less water kicking. Cheers. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.